You're listening to Made for Living Well podcast, episode number 233. And today I'm making the case for balance and why you need it in your life. This is the Made for Living Well podcast, hosted by Alexa Sherm, the place to create a life well lived. Welcome back to this podcast. As always, my name's Alexa, and this is the place to make health simple. Like I believe health is inside of you, and that's why this is called the Made for Living Well podcast, because it's not something that you have to achieve. It's not another destination that you have to reach, but it's about living life right where you are. And today's podcast goes right in line with that. Today, I'm making the case for balance. Not your traditional definition of balance, but what balance actually is as stated by Newton's third law. I know we don't want to talk about physics or anything of that nature, but it really is important to understand that all of life is working to achieve balance and then we can either work with it or against it. So today we're going to break down balance and how to actively achieve that in your life, not in a state of perfection, but in one that will actually give you life and fill you with energy so that you can go out and live wherever you are today. But before we get there, I want to remind you that you can find all of the show notes for today's episode over at The Living Well. I'm also giving away tips on how to achieve balance in your everyday life and also a free handout that's going to help you create new summer rhythms and patterns that will bring you back into a sense of balance. And really, the idea of balance is understanding that Life is meant to be enjoyed. And sometimes we forget to enjoy life. We forget to add the things in that we like doing because we're always so busy doing the things that we think we need to do. So this summer guide is going to help you reprioritize your morning routine, your exercise programs, all the things that you're doing in life to make yourself quote unquote healthy and to reframe those things into things that you desire and using those to create balance in your life, which is going to help you achieve a state of health so much faster than you ever dreamt possible. You see, health is not another 90-day program. It's today. And I want to help you live today and give you the energy to go out and live your passions and do the things that you were purposed for as you were designed. So make sure you head over to the show notes at thelivingwell.com and download that guide. Now, while you're there, also sign up for Health Made Simple. Health Made Simple is recently opened again. It's a live class that I teach for eight weeks. And honestly, you're just going to want to get involved. If you like this idea about balance of understanding how your body works so that you know what it needs, breaking free of diets and all the things you thought you should be doing and truly understand your body for what it is, you're going to want to jump into Health Made Simple. We talk about uh, metabolism, hormones, even your mindset to help you create your own plan that works for you. And the beauty of it all is it's not set in stone, but it's an ability to ebb and flow with life and change with the seasons and change with your own cycles so that you can constantly stay in a state of thriving. I want to help people move from a state of surviving, of waiting to live their life and truly start to live that out today. And I believe that that's what you were designed for. Health is inside of you. Let me teach you how to live that out. So head on over to Health Made Simple. It is my most popular course, my favorite one to teach, and you're definitely gonna wanna jump in to that course. So head on over to The Living Well to get signed up. Also, don't forget to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Honestly, it is the best way to 
let other people who want to learn about health and realistic health come to find these podcasts. So take a screenshot of it as we get into the next series that's going to launch this summer. We're going to do a lot of promotional work for that. And we would love for you to share those podcasts and share that promotional trailer with everyone you can think of to get them on this train of living out of health, not living for health. Now, again, this summer, we're talking all about sexual education. It's a clean version, but we're really diving into things that I believe are not talked about, but that you need to know. So make sure you come back after this podcast the first week in June as that podcast series launches. But again, you can always find all of the other information that you need, plus weekly articles that will help you create healthy practices in your own life over at The Living Well. And get on my email list. That way, you're sure never to miss a thing. But today we're going to talk about balance and redefining balance and understanding that balance is a means of life. All things in life are actually working to achieve a sense of balance and we're going to get there. So the big picture is, is you can either fight against your body, which I believe so many people are doing, or we can work with our body and work with life instead of constantly fighting everything in our life. So today we're going to break down balance and I'm going to make a case for why you need balance. Now, this is wildly unpopular. I did a Google search before I hopped on, and there are so many articles against balance, trying to get you to realize that there is no place for balance in life, and trying to achieve balance actually creates more stress. Now, I can't argue with that. I do think that we have a poor view of what balance is, and chasing a bad definition only leads to frustration and more stress. And the last thing that I want to see you do is add another layer of stress to our life. Because we see this even in the health space. You can eat the best foods, but if those foods are stressing you out or the diet plan or the way in which you're eating those things is stressful, it's really not doing as much good as you would like it to. So today we're gonna change our view of balance, get back to the intended design of the body, of what balance is supposed to do for you, not against you, and really start to understand how your body works so you know what it needs. But first, let's talk about the original definition of balance that I want to help you toss out the window. Now, if we really get into like the dictionary and read the definitions of balance, I think that they're pretty spot on. Unfortunately, our mind likes to twist things into a different perceived idea that can fog the waters. So I think the definition is accurate. However, I think what our mind has done has twisted that definition and made it a sense of perfection, right? The the original idea of balance is the concept that there are two objects that you constantly have to weigh to equate to some kind of level of consistency. Let me give you the actual definition. So there are three definitions in Webster's Dictionary. One says that Balance is an even distribution of weight enabling someone or something to remain upright and steady. The second definition is a condition in which different elements are built or in the correct proportions. And number three is to keep or put something in a steady position so that it does not fall. Again, you might read those and think, okay, it's just that even, steady, set, consistent place that we want to try to achieve. And yes, it's so easy to read into that and think that balance is constant, balance is set, balance is unchanging. But if you really start to read into those definitions, you'll start to see that balance is more than an even, set, consistent point. Balance is an ebb and flow. It's a back and forth. And the way to achieve balance is understanding that there has to be two different places that you can bring to the table. 
there's two different sets or points or um, circumstances that are needed in order to create balance. It's not one thing or one place, but it's two different positions that create a distribution that makes you either out of balance or in balance. It's not about perfection. It's not about constant. It's not a set point, And it's not necessarily even a destination you can achieve. But the true and actual definition of balance is movement. It's an action. It's a way of life. It's taking things that pull you out of balance and knowing on the flip side how to bring yourself back into balance. And that's really what I want to paint for you is this picture of balance that is a constant motion of life, a rhythm of life that helps you to actively live where you are. So let's throw out again, take the idea that balance is a a destination, just like health, wad it up and throw it away because that couldn't be further from the truth. And I think the idea that things are a destination are muddying the waters and putting a fog over us being able to live where we are. So today I wanna help you open up to achieve balance right where you are, even if you feel completely out of balance and use these practices to really bring balance back into your life, which is going to help energize your life. So to get started, I I think we need to understand this idea of energy because I like to think of balance as an energy movement. Now, I don't want that to sound woo-woo, and I know when we talk about energy, people can get all the red flags waving, but the reality is, is all things in life contain some level of energy. All things in life are energy, and this can actually be measured. We measure energy in a lot of different ways. Like think about electricity. You can do this in EMFs. Most of the tools the doctor's offices are using, like, um, CT scans and MRIs are a measurement of energy. There's so many ways to measure energy, and we can actually measure our own energy via frequencies. Just like you would tune your radio to get a different frequency, which is going to give you a different station on the radio or a different light spectrum, right? All things in life are energy, you, yourself included. Now, energy is really important because in the health space, I think it's one of the easiest things for us to understand and to actually become aware of. And I say that because we feel energy, right? When you're lacking energy, you're probably tired. You might have brain fog. You're craving all the things. You don't have that get up and go. You might have a little bit more depression or anxiety or overwhelm. But on the flip side, when you have energy, you're ready to go. You have the ability to move your body, right? Like all of these good things happen and we can feel those things. We can kind of determine on an energy spectrum where we fall. Now, I like to use energy because energy is a great sign of balance. And we see this in all places of life. When things become too out of balance, we see either combustion or we see it dying. And so the ideal situation is to use energy to bring yourself back into balance. And this is honestly where I believe health was designed inside of us because we all have an even flow of energy inside of our body. It may not feel like it. You may not experience that, but we all do. That is the first law of thermodynamics. And I don't want a physics lesson here, but the first law of thermodynamics states that energy is neither created nor destroyed, meaning energy is there. It's present. It's kind of in this abundant nature, and there's nothing that we can do to create it nor destroy it. Now, I know in the health space, we often talk about how can we add more energy to our life, which 
is in some cases can feel that way, but our reality is, is that it's not about adding energy, but how we channel energy. And channeling energy creates a vision of how balanced we are. So I want you to get rid of the notion that you can create things because we can't create energy just like we can't destroy it. And I want you to understand the concept of channeling that energy. While we can't add more or take it away, we can channel it in different directions, which is going to lead to different outcomes. Whether we feel balanced and vibrant and thriving, or whether we feel out of balance and tired and exhausted and overwhelmed. So we have the ability to change our energy via a channeling of energy. Now, this is important because to our body, our body is constantly working to achieve a state of homeostasis. This is actually another law, Newton's third law, which states that for every reaction, there is an equal or opposite reaction, meaning that our body is constantly working to bring itself back into balance. All of life is working to bring itself back into balance, and that is called, in our body, homeostasis. So when our body feels like we're channeling energy in an unhealthy direction or we're pulling our body out of balance, our body is going to create force or resistance against that to bring it back into balance. Now, this is exactly why when you try a diet or a new program or you try to create change in your life, it often doesn't work. It might work in the short term, but over the long term and the further you push your body out of balance, the more resistance and force that you will fight until eventually you run out of that even flow of energy and your body will always win and pull it back into balance. Again, where I come into this idea that you can either fight against your body or you can work with your body. So balance is this idea that our body is constantly changing. It's constantly flowing, just like life is constantly changing around us. But in the process of life changing, our body has one job, and that is to create balance. Anytime we fall out of balance, our body's going to move more into a survival response, a stress state. Now, in the short term, this can be a really good thing, right? Because Moving our body out of balance is the very necessity or the very thing that's going to create change in our body. It takes change to create change. So we have to have some level of change in order to see different results. Now, naturally in life, we're going to see all kinds of life circumstances that are constantly forcing us into change, whether it's life things like a move or a job change or um, having a baby or getting married or whatever that change is, good or bad. Or we can see physiological changes with the seasons, right? The seasons even force our body into change. So we're always being forced into change just with basic life necessities. Change is not bad. However, with every change comes some form of resistance and some form of force that's working against it. Now, I bring that up not to be like, well, then why do we even change, right? Like, what is the point in all of this? The point is, is that in change and and making progress or trying to work um, to healthify your body, right? A lot of times that does come with an act of work, of pushing your body. But in the pushing, your body is always going to create force or resistance in the opposite direction. Now, the idea is that you would change, push your body, but instead of fighting against that, instead of continuously pushing yourself further and further and further out to the extreme, you would understand that we can push our body, but our body is naturally going to want to pull back and come back into balance, regaining itself on the flip side. Let me give you an example of this, right? 
we often do this in the diet space. We see that, okay, the way to change our weight or our diet or our health is to change the way that we eat. So we will do things like calorie deprivation, where we'll change the amount of calories that we have, forcing our body into a different pattern, which creates change. In the short term, this creates results. And we like results. So we think, well, that worked, that created results. So let's push it a little bit further. Let's keep at it. Let's keep doing it. Keep decreasing those calories. Keep working at it. And we constantly push our body out of balance. If we go back to this idea of energy, energy is like a pendulum in the body. And I kind of want to just back up and give you this visual example. If you've ever seen a pendulum, right, it's like a couple of balls that you hold up by one point. And if you release a ball, it's going to swing in one direction, And it will always swing back in the opposite direction to the exact degree in which it went up. So health is like a pendulum. Balance is like a pendulum. The more we push our body out of balance, the further it's going to fall back to the other side to the equal and opposite reaction of that you pushed it up. So the further you push your out of balance, the further it's going to pull itself back into balance. And if you do this in an unhealthy way, it's going to equate to an unhealthy reaction on the flip side. So let's just say you continuously push yourself out of balance with decreasing your caloric load. You keep decreasing your calories and you saw change initially, but eventually it stops working. Why? Because your body is fighting for balance. So in the process of lowering those calories down, in the process of you taking an external change, internally, your body is working to meet that. That is the definition of metabolism. It works to meet your energy level, meaning that the less energy you have, the more you're channeling it in an unhealthy direction, the lower your metabolism is going to work in order to conserve, store, and hoard that metabolism. So you have to keep pushing your body further and further and further to see results. Eventually, based on survival, the resistance inside your body will outweigh the work that you can do to maintain that, and it will pull you back into a state of binging, of overeating, of tiredness and fatigue, of laying around on the couch, right? All of the things that we've been working so desperately hard to do. This happens every single time in our body if we don't get a clear picture of how to help rebalance our body, how to work with our body. So again, the more you force your body out of balance, the more it will pull itself back into balance by coming to the opposite end of the spectrum, to the opposite extreme, the exact degree that you pushed it out of balance. So again, we do this in a lot of areas. We might do this with working out, right? Where we take a workout and we push it to the extreme only to come back and feel exhausted and fatigued and eating all the things because our body has to rebalance that. So our body is constantly working to bring ourselves back into a state of balance. And there is a threshold that we all have where pushing our body in a good way turns bad, right? Working out is good, but overworking out can get really bad. It can lead to injury and fatigue and sickness and illness and all those things because you've taken something good and you've made it bad by pushing it outside of its threshold. We do this with food. We do this with fasting. We do this with work. We do this with every aspect of our life. We try to control our internal body via external situations, and we fail to see how our body is responding or reacting to that, and we fail to work with our body. But at the end of the day, we will never outdo our body. Our body is far smarter than we ever give it credit for. And when it's not in a state of thriving, which is the intended design of the body, it will move into a state of survival. 
we rarely, if, if left to our own devices, right, we, we can't outdo the survival response in the body. Meaning you can't outwork or outsmart or outforce your body into anything that threatens its survival. So if our body enters into that survival response, which happens when we overdo or, or push beyond our threshold, it is going to change the entire biology of our body. Meaning that reduction in calories that you once saw a healthy and positive reaction to, now all of a sudden you start gaining weight in the midst of not eating very many calories. Even if it's not that extreme, you might see a resistance to losing calories. Because as soon as we leave our threshold, as soon as we leave our balance or a state of balance, that ebb and flow in life, we enter into that survival state, which changes the entire course of our biology leading to us storing, hoarding, and conserving, and really creating this body war against what we want versus what our body needs in order to survive. So I want to try and get us out of that. And and the way to get us out of that is to understand that the really the only thing that you need to know is that when you push your body, you always have to be willing to balance that on the backside. So instead of thinking, I just need to change, I just need to do this, I just need to do that. Yes, those things are important. You need to do that, but you also need to flood it with nutrients and rest and nourishment on the backside of that so you can create a sense of safety. And when your body feels safe, it comes back into a state of balance, and that balance allows your body to enter into thriving, where you're open, you have energy, you're, you're, you're really achieving all the things you thought that destination would bring you. So again, that out-of-balance response leads to a sympathetic response, which is more of that stress state. It's going to cause your body to store, hoard, and conserve. It's going to lead to increased inflammation, a decreased immune response, decreased gut health and digestion, and all the things that lead to symptoms. Now, symptoms have been misled because we often think that symptoms are our problem, and therefore we should just figure out a way to mask those symptoms, to put a Band-Aid over it so we don't have to, you know, deal with those symptoms, and we can continue to live this out-of-balance life. But I want you to start seeing symptoms as a communication network or channel for your body. Your symptoms are really telling you, or they're that warning bell that's saying, hey, you're beyond your threshold. Hey, you're out of balance, right? And those symptoms are just a sign that your body needs to regain balance. Maybe it's cravings. Maybe you have intense cravings for sugar. That's your body's warning bells that says, hey, you're out of balance with your energy and you need to figure out how to provide that energy so you can bring it back into balance. So once we understand our symptoms, not as a means of the the signs of disease, but we can start to see them as a sign and a communication bell that warns us that we're out of balance, we can start to use those things, the communication channels of our body to bring ourselves back into balance. And that's really the goal with all of this, right? The key to health is to constantly work to bring yourself back into balance. It's not a constant. It's not a set place. It's not equal forever. It's understanding that life is always changing and I need to provide what is opposite of what's happening in my life, right? If my body is overworked and I'm overstressed, how can I supply on the back end of that restful, relaxing practices that are going to help refill my body? Really? Creating balance is taking away the notion that your life needs to be fixed because as long as we keep our eyes fixated on the idea that our bodies are broken and we need fixed, we'll continue to look for external solutions that will most likely push us to an extreme, causing us to live an out-of-balance life. Instead, what you need is not to be fixed. That is not our job to fix ourselves, but you need to be filled. And if you can constantly think about how can I fill myself today? 
to provide the energy my body is looking for, you will remain in a state of balance. You'll be able to push yourself because on the backside, your body is filled knowing it's safe. Therefore, it doesn't have to create as much resistance. I hope this is starting to make sense um, because it really can change the name of the game. Because the more your body creates that safety patterns, the more in balance you continue to keep your life, the more you can push yourself without pushing yourself beyond your threshold. Meaning the bigger your threshold gets, you're able to handle more and you create more resiliency within your body. See, what we've done by pushing our body outside the extremes, outside of our threshold, causing us to live in survival response, if we we created fragile bodies, our bodies are not able to withstand the stressors of life. That's why we have the need to control so much of life, because we know that any change externally might be the very thing that crushes us. But that's not how your body was designed. You were designed resilient and strong and capable and able and full of energy. And you can have full of energy until the end of your days. It's always learning how to balance that energy, how to bring it back into a state of thriving so that your body can live right here, right now and actively live out of health. So how do we do this? It's always about providing for what your body needs. So it really comes down to living aware of what your body needs, understanding what is your body saying, how does it feel, and what does it need? Those are great questions to start asking yourself, and I know that they can be hard to ask and hard to understand because a lot of us are just living disassociated with our body where we're not even really in our body. We want to change our body, but our body hasn't felt safe. We've pushed ourselves so far outside the extreme that our bodies are literally just in a state of survival. We don't like it. And so we don't want to associate with it. But if we can come back and recognize our body as good, as for us, and able to create the change that we need to see if left in the right environment to do so, then we can start to recognize, okay, how can we provide that environment that allows us to maintain that balance, that allows us to maintain that sense of thriving so that we can experience life without becoming overwhelmed by life. Now, this isn't perfect, right? We're all going to struggle with this, but it truly just comes back to those questions. How is my body reacting? What is it telling me? And how can I provide for it what it needs? So say, for instance, we know that there are a lot of healthy practices that push our body. We know that pushing your body is healthy for your body because your body was designed to work. So it's not about not working or not pushing your body. Your body is very resilient and very strong and very capable. So it is about pushing your body, but more than just pushing it is on the backside of that, you also know how to refeed it and rest and nourish it. So let's take, for instance, fasting. Fasting, we know to be one of the healthiest practices out there. I mean, there's overwhelming amount of studies that have been done. It's been one of the oldest. It is the oldest health practice known to man. It's been around since the start of creation and biblical times. Fasting was a part of religion. In fact, it's a part of every single religion, and with it comes massive health benefits. But fasting, obviously, can, in the wrong way, can cause a lot more harm. But what we know about fasting is it's not necessarily just a fast in the absence of food that's healing. It's actually the refeeding on the backside. Yes, the fasting helps to get rid of and clean up cells, but the most important critical element on the backside of that is how you refeed your body and refuel it with the nutrients that it needs. And we see this in a lot of health practices. 
Yes, fasting is important. Working out is important. Um, Just work in general is important because those things push our body. But what's the most important aspect of those things is how you refeed, rest, and re-nourish on the backside of those. And that's what's going to change your body more than anything because your body will be unwilling to change externally. It will be unwilling to change internally if it does not feel safe enough. The act of survival is literally just trying to maintain basic life functions in order to keep you upright and living. That is not inducive to change, right? If you want to change, you got to get out of the survival state because in fact, if anything, you'll actually go in the opposite direction of what you want. Survival indicates a storage of fat, um, a hoarding of fat. And so we tend to see people actually add more weight to their body or if nothing else, stall out there. So what you need to do is you need to not only focus on pushing your body, but you need to focus on resting, refueling, restoring your body because it's in that process that your body will develop trust with you and it will create that safe environment for your body to start releasing the things that you've been wanting to get rid of all along. Now, here's the thing. If you've been living in an out-of-balance life for a long time, if you've been pushing your body, you've been doing all the diets, you know, we see this with eliminating whole macronutrient groups, that's pushing your body to an extreme. Can you see results up front? Absolutely. But long-term and internally, if those things are pushing our body out of balance, it will always have an equal and opposite reaction, meaning that in time, it will probably catch up to you. Now, I'm not against any of those healthy life practices. Those things are important. It is important to push your body. But if you've been pushing your body for a long time, what your body needs more than anything right now is the trust that you're going to rest. So adding some more life-giving practices to your day and really overdoing it almost with those things, overfilling your tank is going to be better than pushing it to the extreme. And the more you remind your body that you are refueling it, the more that you give it what it needs, the more able it is to handle the life change that comes, right? The less likely you are to be overwhelmed by life and enter into that survival state because you will develop that resiliency that was the design of the body. So all of this to say is that balance is essential. It's not constant. It's not the same. But when you can start to understand balance in your life and what your body needs and how you can bring it back into balance, you will enter a state of thriving. And when you're in the state of thriving, you have that abundance of energy. You have the ability to move your body. You're able to sleep well at night. And you're also able to have the energy to go out and live your life. You're able to see life right here because you're not reacting to life in the future or what's been done in the past. When we enter into survival, we like to stay stuck in the future because we like to plan for what's going to happen and we get stuck in the past because it uses the past to create survival patterns for today. But when we're living in survival, we have a really hard time being present because in the present moment, that's not really what's gonna keep you alive. It's when we enter into that thriving state that we can actively open our eyes to today to see that where we are right now is good and we can live it. We can let go of the past. We can not worry so much about the future, but take the steps today. And that can only happen when you're in the thriving state. So how do you get yourself back into balance? Honestly, it just comes back to understanding and living aware of your energy level. Now, again, just paying attention to how you feel. We don't need to have any kind of metrics to measure this, but just honestly listening to your body. Do you feel overly tired? Do you feel sluggish? Do you feel overwhelmed? Do you feel like you need caffeine to make it through the day? Are you barely making it through the day? 
Those are all signs that you're low in energy. Do you have symptoms? Do you have hormonal problems? Do you have your hair falling out? Do you have a low libido? Do you have depression? Like again, so many symptoms are just signs that our body is lacking energy. On the flip side, do you feel vibrant? Are you able to get up and work out? Do you enjoy eating healthy foods? Do you not even need that much food because you're just living an energized life? Those are signs that you're in a state of thriving. Now, again, it's not to say that you're always going to be in a state of thriving because we know that the sympathetic stress response is also very good for our body. That creates resiliency, but we cannot stay there long term. And that's what we're finding in a lot of people. We have chronic stress happening in our life that is wrecking havoc on us. And a lot of it is self-caused. We are our own worst enemy sometimes, but there are so many things that you can do to change. And it just starts by being aware. How are you feeling and what is your body telling you? And in the process of understanding that, not suppressing that or not saying like ignoring those cravings or hating it, but really starting to give your body what it needs. The balance is an action. It's a work of refueling and knowing that the best way to achieve balance is to take action that's going to refill your body. I like to think about this as like energy drainers and energy fillers. If your body is overwhelmed and you have so much stress in your life and you're already feeling exhausted, you need to stay away from the things that drain you of energy. Maybe it's hanging out with a certain person. Maybe it's a show on TV that just drains you. Maybe it's a, um, a work activity. Maybe it's just too many activities altogether. Get away from things that drain you and start to put your attention into what is going to fill me up. Maybe you need to grab your dog and go on a hike after work. Maybe you need to call a friend and go out to dinner. Maybe you need to get 30 minutes of extra sleep tonight. Maybe you need to um, turn off your phone and put away your work and take a whole day off or take a whole week off, right? Do things that bring your body back into balance. Yes, push yourself, but always bringing your body back into balance. And again, focusing on how can you fill yourself up, not worried so much on the fix, not worried about the end destination, but knowing if you bring your body back into balance, you will achieve whatever goal you set out so much faster than fighting against your body. We have to work with our body instead of against it. Again, there's a lot of healthy practices that I think are really important, but like anything, too much of a good thing can turn bad. So it's creating rhythms that combine both the push and the pull of life that create the movement in the direction you want, like the healthy change you desire, while also making note that you have to refeed, re-nourish, and rest on the backside of any change you're making. So good things that you can do is fasting, obviously working out, pushing your body, hydration, taking a risk, even having a bad meal if you feel like you've had too many good meals, right? Like creating that that balance in life of pushing your body, of refueling it, refeeding it, and living passionately in the process. Honestly, all it comes back to is just creating a new paradigm around balance. Understanding that balance is not a set point, but it's a mobilization of of energy. It's a movement of understanding when you're lacking energy and how to refuel it, or maybe even when you have too much energy and how to bring yourself back into balance because of that. So it's changing your idea, changing your picture, letting go of the notion of perfection or destination, and start to see how you can create those change today. Because today is where change happens. Today creates tomorrow and tomorrow creates the next day. And it's here in this moment that health is inside of you. So don't wait around for it, but start doing it. Our bodies love 
hard things, right? They love change. And so I want to encourage you to push your body in some way, but in the pushing and the process of pushing your body, I want you to be overly um, aware of how you need to rebalance your body on the backside. So one thing I'm going to challenge people to do this summer, and if you want to follow along again, just go to the living well, make sure you download that summer rhythms guide, but I'm going to encourage you to take a risk to do something hard that maybe you've been wanting to do like sign up for a 5k or try that triathlon or do the thing that's going to push your body a little bit. And in the process of pushing all summer long, we're going to work on creating rhythms of refueling because what you need more than anything is the refueling on the backside. Now, if you feel like you're already stretched thin and you're already going through mass amounts of change, then just focus on the refueling. That guide will help you get back to those things that you desire, the things that you enjoy, because it's in the things that you like that refuel you. If you hate it, it's probably causing more stress and actually taking more energy from you than it is good. Like if you hate meal planning, it's probably causing you more stress than it is good. If you hate the diet that you're on, it's probably causing more stress than it is good. So how can we combine healthy things with things that you love to truly create that rhythm and that pattern that is your life? That's the goal of the Summer Rhythms Challenge, and that's what we're going to talk about all month long over at The Living Well. So make sure you head on over there and download that guide. But for now, I just want you to remind yourself over and over and over again that Balance is in the living. It's not in the overthinking. It's not in the perfection. It's not in the waiting. It's in the living. So I want you to take some moments to reframe and readjust your life. We have to constantly get into these patterns of like learning how to reframe our life. If you're feeling off, if you're feeling sluggish, okay, why are you feeling that way? And how can I make a change for the better? We are in control of us, not what's happening outside of us, but us. And we can always allow and change our perspective and our view to create the energy that we need to thrive. So learn the practice of reframing and readjusting. Enjoy life. Find the space to play and experience life. Slow down. Be present. Remember, survival mode will only keep you in the future and in the past. So if you're having a hard time being in the present, it's probably a sign that you're out of balance. So when you can get yourself back into balance, staying in the present moment or bringing yourself aware of the present moment, like stopping to smell the roses, as cheesy as that is, it reminds you to be present and it will keep you in the present, which will keep you in the state of thriving. And then of course, take action. Do something, push your body, but refuel your body on the backside. Action, action, action. That is the name of the game of health. Health, balance, none of that is a destination. That is not our job here. It's a process of living. And really the last point I could give you is live fully. Use these things to live. Stop waiting for the perfect idea or the perfect life or the perfect balance. And wherever you are, live there. That is balance. So you can either work with your body or against it. And my choice is, is that you work with your body. Grab a glass of water, get some sunlight, rip up your plan and go back to the blueprint, writing down what you're feeling, turn on some music and start to enjoy the act of living a healthy life, of allowing yourself to live out of the energy that's inside of you, being careful about where you're channeling it so that you can create a healthy flow inside of your body. So balance does exist, and I hope that you got that clear from this podcast. Balance is the essence of life. It creates a state of thriving, and balance is what we need to know. It is the key to health, to bring ourselves back to that place of thriving, even when life 
threatens to throw us off. Even when we push ourselves a little bit too hard, we know always how to get ourselves back into balance. And when you can understand how to bring yourself back into balance, even if you ate a crappy meal, the next meal, maybe you have some green smoothies or something extra nutritious, again, to bring yourself back into balance. It's not to say that this can be a scapegoat for all the things that you want, But life is supposed to be pleasurable and enjoyable, and honestly, learning the act of bringing yourself back into balance can truly change your desires and make you desire to live healthy because you're starting to feel good and feeling energized. So I hope you can take these practices. Again, mostly it's just awareness and understanding what your body needs and providing more of that. Over in the show notes, I give you five more specific tips to help you create balance in your life and live it out. And then don't forget to download that summer rhythms guide that will help you take those desires, the things that you actively want and use them to create change in your life, healthy change and balance change. That's what we're going for. So head on over to thelivingwell.com and grab that. In the meantime, we're taking a short break here on Made for Living Well podcast before we're back with a summer series on sexual education. So make sure you take a moment to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. That way you're alerted of when the podcast series launches and releases that first episode. And also you can just sign up for my email list. That way you are the first to know about it. You can get the preview and the trailer of what's to come. Again, we're talking all things sexual education and it's going to be a series you're going to want to tune into. So again, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned a thing or two and really just fight for balance. Make that case for balance in your life and make it a part of who you are, not more things you have to do. It's creating the ebb and flow of life, knowing that life is always inconsistent, but you have the choice to control how you respond and how you respond creates that balanced life that will keep you in a state of thriving. Okay, that's it for today. Check out thelivingwell.com and don't forget, subscribe to the show so you are alerted of when the new podcast series drops coming June 7th. Talk to you then. 